Is it for real? We used to love it, then we watch it now. We don't know if we like it. Is it for real? <laughs> You're listening to Is, is it, it for real? real? This is Philip and Katie and Bridget. And this week, uh, we are watching the 1980 cartoon turned live <laughs> action. Yeah. Popeye, this uh, came in as a suggestion, and uh, it was a art director card. <laughs> Jeff yeah. S. used his art director card this week to choose the movie Popeye. Not only that, this is the birth month of Jeff S. Ooh. I was going to say he should save the art director card and just use his birthday card. <laughs> That's true. Don't tell him that. Yeah. I know. We're we gonna be... pay, we pay oh, no. him or we let him oh, do one true. movie That's true. Just one movie a year. And it's a big birthday. It's a big birthday for oh, somebody five. born in the early 80s. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah he's five. So... <laughs> Five years old. <laughs> so that's why he chose Popeye. Yeah. Um, I'm and just many. <laughs> so here he is to tell us about why he chose Popeye. I think Popeye is severely underrated as far as cartoon characters go. I think people look at Popeye like some random third tier character. They think, okay, first tier, Bugs Bunny, Homer Simpson, second tier, the Smurfs, Tom and Jerry. Next tier, uh, put Popeye in there. He's weird, he's ugly, he's predictable. But that's wrong. That's not how it is. Those original black and white Popeye cartoons from the 30s, they're incredible. They're aggressively, relentlessly bizarre. And nobody has adequately duplicated that style in the years since. Popeye is first tier. Popeye is my favorite. And the 1980s Popeye film is also underrated. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, some of the effects are kind of clunky. And yeah, it kind of drags towards the end. But there's never going to be anything like it again because of the incredible people who put it together. It has Robin Williams in his first leading role. It has Shelley Duvall as Olive Oil. Could there be more perfect casting than Shelley Duvall as Olive Oil? The director is Robert Altman, and people talk about him with this movie like he was slumming it. No, Altman doesn't do that. Popeye is a 100% an Altman film. The music is by Harry Nilsson. The screenplay is by Jules Pfeiffer. Bit more obscure, but look him up. He's a genius, cartoonist. So Popeye the character, first tier cartoon character, Popeye the movie, well, I'm interested to see where you put it, but it's definitely worth a watch. That's awesome. I don't, I don't know about that uh, cartoon rating system. I'm not sure what I get. What, I get legit. what he means. Yeah, I get it. I mean, we should also, I mean, in, yeah, I mean, Jeff, I mean, we shouldn't mention that our art director does art. <laughs> that's true i mean but, i give him all that but i don't like for me like i, I don't know, homer simpson's not my favorite cartoon 
Oh, I really, you know, I guess like, I know people do. I know people really like Homer Simpson. Well, you know, it's interesting because he is a visual artist to think of like, is he thinking about more of the actual animation and the figure? Or is he thinking about like all of the personality and the voice and the plot? Like the Simpsons, like Homer Simpson's great. Oh yeah. Simpsons, the show is a whole different thing. So that's interesting. I think it's the whole shebang. Yeah. Yeah. I get it though. I I get the ratings. Heathcliff first tier then <laughs> i love Garf- Heathcliff. Cliff, me too I, I somebody that song I, gets me i oh my love God. it the song gets me i realize that we're not on a Heathcliff podcast yet but i just like use it as a metaphor so much of like yeah it's like Heathcliff in the sense that there's two different people that we're accepting are the same people like i use it when we're describing movies like it was such a weird setup for a cartoon because like know. i never understood if they were supposed to be the same cat one lives in a junkyard one lives in a house i know we're asked to watch both like, i it loved was, it it blew my mind i love that girl it. cat i was like that's who i Marble? wanted to be when i grew it? up oh right yeah. <laughs> like mabel or, i was yeah. like how do i get to be that cute cat as an adult oh totally <sighs> So yeah, this uh, this film was we mentioned as as Jeff mentioned Robin Williams, Shelley Duvall, who I kept writing Shelley Long, not the ah, same yes. person, but similar, right? I don't know. Uh, and it's a musical. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so it is with music yeah. by Harry Nilsson, composed by Harry Nilsson, as Jeff yeah. said. Um, and my cousin who's a huge Nelson fan um, informed me that he has the demos. So which were just released in the past decade. So he's actually been listening to Harry Nelson sing these songs. Oh, which wow. I'll probably huh. talk about more later too. Which Interesting. Is, yeah, it is. It's so, because it, I mean, we we'll get it. I'll talk to it. We'll, I'll talk about when we get it. When you it, said yeah. he was a, a Nielsen fan, I thought you said he was a Nelson fan. And then I was thinking of that, like twin duo yeah. from the nineties or eighties with the long blonde hair. Hanson. No, no, Nelson. No. My sister oh, I don't had know. like a poster of them on her closet door. Uh, Their hair yeah. was so like Mormon sister wife. And they sang, <laughs> oh, is it? So I can't straight, live without so your love and affection. Um, was that them? Anyway, maybe it'll be my song today because now I'm thinking yeah. about Nelson. So our levels for the yeah. podcast. I think my level is going to be Joey Gladstone hmm. because I constantly just want to talk about Full House on this podcast. But uh, my my most pointed reference for Popeye is Joey Gladstone, who loved to do a Popeye impression. Um, Dave Coulier yeah. loves to do Popeye impression. And um, I also just need to do a redaction from last week's podcast. It's really important to me yeah. where yeah. I said that um, if you want to drop an egg off a balcony, you wrap it in an Oreo. And that's just not true. It, in fact, it was a Twinkie. And I, I remembered um, that one night when I couldn't, it makes a lot more sense. <laughs> and so I had to just get it in that. I, okay, I, I apologize if, if we got a lot of letters, yeah, we've been getting a lot of feedback on that. Sorry, so. from Hostess. Yeah, hostess from Hostess. And the Nabisco company. They're yeah. all mad. So anyway, my level is Joey Gladstone because of Popeye. And I've never seen this movie. I re- I vaguely remember like seeing a preview for it, mm-hmm. which is weird because it came out before I was born. Mm-hmm. It's like the one movie I think we watched that came out before I was born. Yeah. And it's, I, but I remember seeing it and being confused because I thought Popeye was only a cartoon. Mm-hmm. So First time seeing it uh, this time. I'll make my level. Um, and Bridget, I wonder if you can relate. Uh, Ocean City Boardwalk, mm. uh, the pier. Because if anybody, if any of our listeners remember, there used to be this place on the pier in Ocean City called Popeye's Tattoos. Mm. It was run by this guy who we all refer to as Popeye, who looked 
just like Robin Williams in this film, like, except maybe if he was played by Ed Harris, like he had dyed yellowed hair. He'd always have like a, a shirt on and then had tattoos. And some, sometime along the way, like, like when I was born, like they made, um, tattoo tattooing in ocean city was illegal to get an actual tattoo. That's why people to go to West ocean city to do it. So this guy switched his tattoo shop to be like temporary tattoos. (laughs) So you would just go and you'd put your arm out and he would like rub it on this like gruff looking man. Who's like kind of scary. And then there was always like, those like inappropriate gifts, like Spencer gifts, like the, the fryer tuck that you push his head down and his penis would raise anybody. <laughs> uh, um, but anyway, so it was kind of like this almost like dangerous, like weird, like feeling place, but you were going to get a tattoo. So it should have been, uh, it was, I mean, I was thinking about it last night and I was like, that was a really unique place. Sure. <laughs> yeah. You just go and you lift your arm up and you select, I mean, he had tat- the temporary tattoos were all over the walls as if they were like tattoos that you'd have to like think about. It's amazing. I wish he was still there. I mean, it was so cool as a kid. Did, did to do he that. die? I'm sure like I, it closed down a while ago. I think okay. I was in college maybe when All it closed right. down. So I don't know what happened to him, but always really, I don't know. Was, I got a kick out of it. Have you uh, seen this movie before? Katie? Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, that was just my childhood in Ocean City. Um, <laughs> I'm like you, Bridget, where I've never, ever seen this movie before, but I think more so I just remember, I feel like the Oscars loves to do a quick clip of Robin Williams, like walking really quickly or like, sure. Or sometimes it's referred to for just different things. So I've seen clips of it, but I, I had never seen it before. And I did, I didn't know it was a musical. I didn't know what the tone was. So mm-hmm. yeah. My level will be, uh, and I think I've used this in the past, but my trusty old Commodore 64, I used to play mm-hmm. a Popeye game on it. Yeah. Um, and I think I've seen this movie, but I definitely don't remember it, but it, mm-hmm. I, I get glimpses of it whenever I am in a deep sleep. And yeah, I used to watch the cartoon. I would read the little comic strip and the the paper, but um, for all intents and purposes, this is a new movie for me. So wow. Three, three new movies. Mm. The, um, I was going to say something about what you said, Philip, and now I forgot. (sighs) I'll just repeat what I said. Okay. Yeah, I just start is... the beginning. No, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So yeah, we get into this film. Oh, what I was going to say was that HBO up until I think yesterday, it seems like had yeah. this movie on there and that was part of the pull for choosing it. And then they just took it down. So then we thought it might be on the Disney plus, you know, app because it's a Disney there. movie, yeah. but it's not. So I will warn listeners if you're trying to watch this movie. I watched probably five minutes of a just full on cartoon because it like said it was like taking me to IMDb. IMDb has a platform I didn't know. It said it was gonna be free, and I press play, and it was just like just an olive oil and oh. Popeye t- cartoon. And then which was I wasn't like that dumb. Like I clicked on the actual 1980 Robin Williams site anyway. They um, duped you. Yeah, and then I looked and it was like three hours of the best of Popeye. I'm like, oh my god, so. <laughs> And then three hours later, you switched out. (laughs) Totally, totally. (laughs) So we start off with this stormy scene and we see sort of a person in a boat. Which Which seems like from a completely different movie or different type yeah. of movie yeah you know what i was reading and i almost had this in my head is that um you know robin williams later goes on to star in google hunting and the portrait there's a self-portrait of himself in his office that looks a lot like this mm-hmm. like it's supposed to be his character's portrait of himself kind of or i don't know it's oh. a little bit about it but it it really is like the tone and it does seem like a totally different movie wow 
we actually, um, okay. So we come up, the sun comes up on sweet Haven, which, which was weird to me that the town and the baby have like kind of the same name. I was confused. I was like sweet pea and sweet Haven. I don't know if the name Sweet Haven is from the comics. Um, okay. I don't either. Will... But my first note was like, this is a boat. And it's like, where does this take place? And then like a million people start singing Sweet Haven. Yeah. <laughs> it was like very, they answered my question really quick. Did you, and... did you all watch this with subtitles? Yes. I did. They, thank it you was very, very much. helpful, right? Because yeah. I was going to, I couldn't understand a word anybody said. Anybody. The time. anybody. We would have done that right from the start. But uh, yeah, that was a very... <laughs> Very good yeah. suggestion. So for our audience out there, use a time machine, tell your older <laughs> self or yeah. to, this, to watch it with subtitles. This movie reminded me a lot of other movies we've watched for the podcast, mm. even though it was before that. So time Sweet Haven hits. came up and it was a little hook meets water world for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It felt like it. Yeah. Did you all dive into the world of, yeah. of the Popeye village? <laughs> with Malta and how it Malta. filmed yeah. in Malta. Yeah. Uh, they com- built it completely with- from scratch. They brought in like logs yeah. from the Netherlands. It's still there. It's still there. It's from Tourist Canada. Attraction. They've like yeah. shot, shipped over wood. Pingles or something like that. From yeah. And did you yeah. look at their website? No. It's, uh, it's like 25 euro for like a whole day adventure that involves like all these activities and a puppet show and food and a whole do it. It's very reasonable. I, and I was like, what else can I do in Malta? Which is gorgeous. And I'm like, I'm going to Malta because I want to yeah. go to the Popeye village. That looks totally. amazing. They had a holiday. They have a holiday special. Well, I'm sure it does look cool. I mean, like I had kind of a note that our training site, like little town in um, Honduras kind of looked like this. There was no sea, but it was just the way that everything was built into Trick-tiered. the hills and mm-hmm. yeah. And like the cobblestone and then, you know, just like, so, so, so small was it's, it, it's compelling, but it's seaside. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's rough. Like that yeah. could get slammed and flooded real quick. Yeah. I'm also just going to say why, what, like why <laughs> build this whole thing from scratch in Malta? Like, no. there's, I get that he wanted to get as far away from Hollywood as he could and he succeeded. Um, when you're saying seems... he, are you talking about Robert Altman? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I also read that Harry Nilsson like brought his crew over to compose music there. Like they were like in Malta. I don't know if recording or composing, but yeah, it's interesting because it just looks like a Disney set. Like, right. Are these people European or are they American or are they, they sound American, right? I think everyone's American. Yeah. Well, I think some of the extras that are doing some of the acrobatics. Yeah. yeah, Those are like Uh, circus um, performers. (laughs) we get introduced we start to get introduced sort of to like the town folks we have the tax man and there's a tax there's a tax for everything played by eyebrows mcgee (laughs) eyebrows mcgee yeah okay just that guy i've seen him in other things donald moffett he's been from the thing right we also Uh, he is from the thing thank you Mm -hmm. we get one of two smoking jackets uh for this movie we get introduced to another character who is it Paul Dooley plays Wimpy. Wimpy. Yeah, from uh, Strange Brew and uh, 16 Candles. That's right. And the third one is... Popeye. Popeye. Uh, Right. The one we just watched. (laughs) (laughs) And who's the second smoking jacket? Linda Hunt. Uh, Linda Hunt. 
from Kindergarten Cop and Dune. That's right. Which I needed to look up more trivia about her because I was reading that this was her debut movie. And I'm like, but isn't she 85? <laughs> She's always 85. She's yes. never not 85. Yes. She's it's uh, that wild. blessed. So I refer to her as the principal from Kindergarten Cop the entire time. Yeah, totally. Um, and nobody wants to rent Popeye a room. He comes into town, but he does run into who I refer to the entire movie as Kate McKinnon. Kate McKinnon. <laughs> Yes, it looks we, it's her face. I mean, I was like, well. this is Kate McKinnon. Like and her sound and everything. I like I just couldn't believe it wasn't her. <laughs> I know. And I was like, why aren't they doing this movie right now where this yeah. Kate McKinnon plays I this woman? 100 percent believe that she's seen this movie 20 times. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. Because yeah, now, we were we were on the couch yeah. and be like, she looks familiar. And I, you know, Nora was like, she looks familiar. I was like, she just looks like Kate McKinnon. She yeah. does. And I sounds know. and like her yeah. mannerisms. Everything. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, I yep. mean, th- speaking of casting, which our art director wrote, brought up, like it is casted. Like, um, you know, then we meet Shelley Duvall. And I, I do think Paul Dooley as Wimpy is amazing. Yeah. Um, who's like main characteristic from the cartoons, I think, is eating hamburgers, as yes. I recall. And yep. then yes. um, uh, Shelley Duvall, I just... I mean, we'll talk about as it goes on. I, I like her physicality, her face. I had heard that um, they were possibly going to offer it to Gilda, Gilda Radner. Right. Oh. The producers wanted Gilda Radner mm-hmm. and Altman was like really holding out for Shelley Duvall. And it's interesting because I was thinking about the casting of Gilda Radner and like, I understand like she has a similar figure. I think she could, she could do the voice a hundred percent, I'm sure. And, but she, she certainly doesn't have like the actual face. And I feel like I think she might have been like more enjoyable almost to watch as a performer, yeah. but I think she would have been bringing the comedy and I don't, I don't know if she would have been as actual cartoonish. Yeah. I think you're like supposed literally to be literally a cartoon. I mean, you've mentioned this before that others related to this podcast have felt very uncomfortable around this character. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. And also I didn't realize that olive oil was not spelled O-I-L. I know. I didn't either. And did you guys pick up on all of the different puns and like castor oil castor and nana oil that what's um, what's that a pun so it's um i think it's just banana well it's a grandmother but it's a it yeah it's a pun for banana oil which used to be kind of like oh banana oil like meaning like yeah right like it used to be like calling calling someone's bluff or like saying they were lying like oh i'm bringing that back amazing right (laughs) starting now i'm gonna bring it back but yeah although before we get off of it, uh, fun fact, Shelly Duvall's nickname in high school was uh, Olive Oil. Yeah. Oh, I now, mean, yes. Now, her feet are very large. Now, is is and there was other characters who, whose feet were also very large. So is that a trait of the people of Sweet Haven or is that just cartoonish? Cartoonish. Because they were all wearing these like huge clown shoes yeah. that would have like huge heels on them and they like, would just be, yeah. I got a lot of vibes of like the Wizard of Oz and yeah. like Munchkins mm-hmm. as they were coming out and also like Who's and Whoville. I don't know. That's why I was saying like this movie reminded me of a lot of other movies. It also reminded me a lot of like Roger Rabbit at times. Again, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Well, the I bar mean, stuff. The bar the stuff, right? The bar. Yeah. Totally. totally. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thanks. Buy me a hamburger. So then there's this like little interstitial moment and it, it happened a few times. It was like, I don't know who it is. Maybe I missed it, but this couple and we just hear their voice like in between scenes and I just enjoyed it a lot. So like in the, oh, this yeah. one, like, don't forget to put out the cat dear. And then it's like, we don't have a cat. And like, they just yeah. have these like little cartoony moments between this, this thing. And it's 
very funny. I mean, the subtitles me. really do help for those too, because Ryan oh. Williams says so much under his breath. And then yeah. I was reading that they actually have to, they, this is actually a lot of it is dubbed because his first take was like, you couldn't understand anything. Well, I think this whole movie is ADR. Um, uh, Bluto like, is. <laughs> well, not even that, but it's just all these comments from the side. And it's just like. Now, isn't that very uh, Altman? I Maybe I'm not super familiar with his work. Either way, I got to say this movie kind of made my skin crawl. Like the sounds of it. Yeah. Gave me not a positive ASMR. So she, it was <laughs> well, like overwhelming yeah. to me. I, I was having. I a, it's just the the tone of yeah, the tone. I would argue that olive oil's voice is actually harder to handle. Yeah, and I I, I do want to mention. Oh, I was thinking of like oh but like she um uh, I was thinking like that Allison Brie would be an interesting performer to watch do olive oil, and I was hmm. thinking like I think today's olive oil would be Kate Micucci. Right, I don't know who that is. Uh, like from Garfunkel and Oates, like oh, from Scrubs. Huh. Yeah, she's short. Is the only thing you gotta she be. She is short. You have to be kind of skinny, like be able to like really extend your neck. She's yeah, like olive oil is just like arms and legs. And hun- and yeah, and hunched. She's hunched. always hunched over, which is wild. Um, but I know what you mean, Bridget. Where I was like, ooh, uh, like listening to the characters was tricky. And then we sort of. When Popeye's renting the room, we start to get everyone's catchphrases that come out, right. like uh, olive oils. You know, I think it's ugly. And then oh, the yeah. dad's is, "You owe me an apology." Um, yeah, which yeah. must be that he must or they must all say these things a bunch in the comic strip because mm. they they sure said them a lot in the movie. I will say <laughs> it was really interesting watching this with. I would recommend watching it with subtitles also because it almost cartoonifies it more because you have olive yeah. oil in the little like, you know, horn at, at sea and she's like, oh, Popeye. And you just see it and you're like, yeah. oh yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> like, right. Yeah, it helps a ton. And also Popeye's words are not real words most of the time. So that's true. Because he's right. saying he can't like, hear them well. Yeah. Right. G- he's, G-Fink he's, or, yeah, he just yeah. puts like K's and For stuff. And yeah, it's like Popeye language. Um yeah, I had a question about that. I wonder if Jeff would know. Like, is that based on just like a really intense like North like longshoreman accent? Or is it just Popeye is just this total like unique? I think he's just totally a unique. He's just like a sailor. Weirdo. He's just like, kind of like a salty sailor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But a weirdo. <laughs> I mean, yeah. He's like um, the guy from uh, Family oh, Family yeah. Guy. A little bit. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm blanking on that guy's name. And, he, and his yep, forearms are so large. And because he's tugging away at sea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's... Uh, Early on in the get what I'm uh, Ninja yeah, I Warrior, I do, but um, no, it's a fisherman <laughs> sailorman thing, sailor man. Uh, in the original, like Ninja Warrior from Japan. Oh yeah, you're right. Everyone who ever did well in it were fishermen, just yeah, because they true. had such crazy, body. like not even upper body, just like forearm strength to like oh. grab onto really small stuff and like climb stuff and not get tired from it. I think the the first two people who ever finished the whole thing were fishermen. Yeah. So I feel like these, these Popeye stereotypes, I mean, like he's got an anchor for a tattoo. He smokes a pipe. Like he's got uh, the one eye, I guess that's why he's called Popeye, but like he lost an eye. I, yeah. 
And I wonder if that's like, uh, like a kind of an occupational hazard of like fishermen, seamen as well. And then you have like the forearms. I feel like it does come from, cause yeah. I was thinking like, what is the difference between Popeye and a pirate? Like the way he talks and like the whole like one eye squinting thing and off at sea, it's like kind of similar. Right. Or like the whole, like me, me, dad, me, father, me, mother, like that's like pirate talk, but sure. it's also Popeye. So it's just like see people that live on the sea, like see people don't get good school schooling. Yeah. <laughs> and we could good see school. his father abandoned him or whatever. Yeah. So he wasn't getting any homeschooling either. Okay. So we, we kind of get into the world of olive oil and her family, right? They own this inn. Yeah. And it's, but it's in shambles, like sort of, I mean, the, like the room they rent pop by the bed breaks and all that stuff. And then yeah. they kind of have like everybody over for dinner all the time. And it was just like, I just, that dinner scene was like very chaotic. Um, there was like so much talking and so much moving and everybody was just like, ah, like over each other. Very it's cartoony. Very much, yeah. And produced like a play. Yeah. This whole movie is oh, yeah. very much like everyone sort of swinging into to the scene and then out of the scene and i have a note you know. that like these people do not know how to interact with objects like every time somebody <laughs> stands up a fall like a chair falls over and like it's just or it's they like do a- really really well because there was like yeah in that bar fight scene which we'll get to but that was just like the choreography of objects oh, was too much ordinary oh my god yeah. yeah so then we get um well we get the the, the there's curfew bluto is in charge of yelling for curfew we meet bluto he mm-hmm. smells apparently because flies there's always flies around yeah. him, which is like such a gross sound effect to have around a human it just reminded me of that like poop 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 human what movie was that in with the poop human uh the emojis oh no. um weird science yeah oh you had that like a poop fly sound because oh, you're just yeah. like smelly and and uh then we get like our, our first song. Well, our second song, I guess the first one is Sweet Haven, which is Everything is Food. <laughs> food. 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 Everything is food. So it's interesting. I had the, I didn't know this. I had no idea the arc of this movie or the plot or anything. I mean, I know the cartoon and, you know, there isn't that much plot to this right. movie. But I I noted that like, because Harry Nilsson scores the whole, or write, compose the whole thing. So it's like the songs for this, the, 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 safe haven what's it called sweet, sweet haven. haven sweet heaven yeah. that they're singing in chorus are usually like so like boring and just like dun 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 it's just like all like really little variation Drolly. and then and then like popeye songs and all like they're you can hear harry nelson like for sure and so i thought because of that setup i was like i bet popeye is gonna like bring light to this town which is not exactly what happens but i did note that like there's two different kinds of songs. It's like the whimsical one or just the repeat something over and over again. Yeah. A lot of repeating. A lot of repeating. Yeah. A lot of repeating. This is the scene that reminded me of the... Wait, is this the bar fight scene? Sure. With Dennis Franz. <laughs> Dennis. Oh my God, Dennis Franz. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, He's only NYPD blue in my brain. But that and uh, um, Earl had to die. Oh, yeah. That's how I got I Andy to recognize song. Me too. God, I love that lesbian song. fan fiction. I love that song. It, 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 that song makes me cry almost every time I hear it because I just love how they support each other. Watch the video. We've talked about this before. Oh, I know. But yeah, yeah. we have. The video is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this part did remind me of like that merry-go-round broken down yeah. Roger Rabbit scene. Mm. These men, um, these sailors, like this, this gang is like 
really just running amok in this town, it seems, yeah. right? Is this where they run amok? Yeah, they like knock everything down. Oh no, they think there's gonna be a fight and everybody like locks themselves yeah. into like that the cashier woman... puts herself in like a little the... bird cage. Yeah, I was so confused by that. But I guess it's just like every once in a while, whenever somebody pisses off this group of I assume they're just sailors. I assume everybody is just a fisherman in this town. Right. Um, and they certainly have little fisherman hats and turtlenecks. Like, yeah, people just have to lock down. Even the police, the police run out of the bars. It's very much like a gang. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Popeye kind of beats them up like a punching bag. That yeah, he does a great there. job. He's it's very slow. This fight was like, whoa, <laughs> I was expecting him to like really ninja, like punch everybody, but he one at a time, <laughs> one side of people's <laughs> bodies at a time. And while he's working on one person, everybody else just kind of stays back. It's interesting. Yeah. But then um, the next thing I have is that it's olive oil's engagement party. Yes. To Bluto to Bluto which is such a question mark I don't know like why is Kate McKinnon even about that like why can't she marry who she wants well I guess Bluto is rich rich. or he's running the town at least he's at least powerful but then I but didn't you I had a hard time figuring out like well is olive oil like running this really poor Airbnb or is she kind of like royalty I guess like she didn't have to pay a tax because of Bluto Right. But her family seemed... didn't have her family didn't have to pay taxes because of Bluto. So that's kind of an well, advantage. Maybe that's the deal. And like, but it seemed like they were pretty well off compared to most people in the town. Maybe. I mean, I don't think anyone in this town yeah. is doing great. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's that's an true. interesting place. She also has very yeah. uns unsupportive and unhelpful friends. They don't oh, right. Yes. Yeah, they're the worst. <laughs> that song about him being large. But he's large. <laughs> He's large. He's large. Wait, was he large though? That's what I. <laughs> yeah, I He's feel large. like. I feel like there's some truth to that song in a world yeah. in which, like, totally, you know, somebody might just be like, "Yeah, but he's tall. He's large." Um, I think there's some truth to a lot. I mean, these songs are so Harry Nilsson, but I also think that, like, I'm just very eager to hear them sung by Harry Nilsson because there's yeah. some of them that you're like, and I'll pro- like just some of the rhymes and stuff you're like oh i can hear him singing it and i'm not convinced i would i felt for these actors in a way too because harry nelson has such this like interesting delivery and he's not always like hitting the syllables you think he is and so i i saw them like or even like the beats are rushed a lot too with him and like they slow down then speed up and Mm -hmm. so i was like watching like paul dooley i'm like god this must be so hard to deliver these lines in the way that like harry nelson can hear them in his head Mm. you know yeah it's it's not very friendly it's like oh, a yeah. Philip Glass version of Harry Nilsson where it's yeah. just very reduced. And right. I'm not sure it survives that reduction. It's really hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 uh, discord. That's like the word I'm thinking mm. of. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, Bluto is there at the house waiting for olive oil and she's she's slipped out with a basket. Secretly packing while singing her song, which is, right. you know, great multitasking. I thought she was yeah. like packing to go away and get married, but I guess she was packing to. I knew. Oh, I you knew. Tell. You knew. Of course, when you pack to go away, you pack a basket that looks like a baby carrier. From the- yeah. <laughs> right. Um, and then just like three men and a baby. A woman leaves a baby in a basket <laughs> to be found with a note, right? Was there a note? Something. Yeah, there was yeah. a note. Um, and she, was... she she takes olive oil's 
basket and replaces it with the baby basket. And then does she leave town or is she just there like watching her baby? I assume she leaves town because they, I, and I didn't notice any hints of this other woman like worried about a baby. So I think, but I mean, there, there was that brothel right out. Yeah. You know, in the harbor. So and then just been someone from there. Yeah. And then like Popeye and olive oil throughout the, like do nothing to try to find this woman. Like Never. then it's just like, Oh, we're now a couple and this is our baby. <laughs> Which is- and he's the mother. And it, why did he think that? He Wait, thought what? he was the mother. He thought <laughs> he was Popeye- always saying, you know, I'm a mother. Like later on in the boxing match, he's like, I don't want to knock you in front of your mother. Cause I'm a mother too. Oh, and he said it this several times. It's like, I'm a mother. <laughs> Even talking to olive oil. He's like, I'm the mother. Oh, that's an interesting. Um, I mean, I would assume that the whole gender bending was like a joke and also just like him. I'm not sure he jokes. Well, the cartoon <laughs> might, but yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't but like like the cartoon might be it might be a whole like dumb sailor thing, I guess, of like different like I think not... that's what they were going for. But yeah, I, I don't think Popeye himself jokes. I, I think yeah. yeah. So yeah, they're gonna raise this baby. Um and Bluto gets really pissed off. He's still there. He's yelling for her. And this is when he breaks their whole house into pieces. Yeah. Cause he's, Oh mean. my God, this is where like abuse and domestic violence really comes into it. And you're like, Ooh, Oy, yeah. This yeah. Is not- I mean, Hold that up. was the whole thing. Bluto's whole thing though. of just like Blowing abuse up. to anyone he could get to like towards he's basically kidnapping. like donkey Kong. He just reminds me of like, I mean the, the cartoon as well. It's just like a, gorilla has gotten loose in the comic strip yeah um and they choose to it seems like when he's eating and stuff and when he's looking they dub a lion or a wolf growling (laughs) it's a growl and it's really like constant growling yeah there was a moment there that i enjoyed and i don't know if it's anybody else's moment they wrote down but when he sees red so olive oil and oh yeah and pop popeye come to the door and he sees them in full red. Everything yeah. is red. Yeah. Um, which reminded me also, I guess, of weird science. Is that from weird science? When that the room the turns blue, blue? The blue room. Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. It's like thinking of that. I was like, that's an elaborate sight gag for like yeah. a two second blip, but very cartoony. Like the, the idea that like you see red or in the end, like you turn yellow or, you know. Yeah. Do you think Altman like actually painted everything in real Probably. life red yeah i do i think they yeah. set a whole little scene there in red i don't think anything it was special effects or anything is this where like they blue get like just rips up the house or like yeah. afterwards when that guy says um i thoroughly enjoyed your engagement party olive oil <laughs> like that guy with the, his chair broken over his head says that as he like runs away that guy is amazing <sighs> I think so, but but he also beats up Popeye, and then Popeye does like a thousand backflips out of the house. He's like, oh yeah, springy and yeah, again, sort of the Roger Rabbit kind of thing. And he like rolled like a wheel, yeah. Um, and then he like drills him through a deck. <laughs> oh like, yeah, that was so. Oh right, yeah, that was such part of the cartoon, totally. Yeah, and then we have uh, Ox Blood Oxheart that comes to town. Yeah. yeah. Who is the son of the principal from kindergarten? That's right. (laughs) Or the woman from Dune. Or who was probably 18 in this movie. (laughs) But yeah. Oh, bless her heart. And yeah, so they're offering like a bunch of money to whoever will 
beat him in a fight and because they need to now repair their whole house um, because of Bluto, uh, Castor Oil decides to jump into the ring. Which he tells us in an internal monologue, which is the only of the whole movie. So you're like, wait, what? Who's talking? Why is that guy's mouth moving? What's happening? Um, if I won, I could really do a good job. Oh, well, it's like, what? They wanted to really commit to that ADR, you know? Oh my gosh. I know. Yeah. Well, spoiler, uh, castor oil didn't do great. No. And, I mean, uh, I had a question about this because like the, was it oxtail, oxnard, oxtail? who Oxnard. Yeah. <laughs> um, Bla- Blaze is from for yeah, exactly. you, uh, Birdie Love fans. Denard, yeah. Um, <laughs> he, I mean, like, I know that's like a gag of like you, it's, it's such a common gag where the little guy like tries his hardest and the mm-hmm. big guy just like doesn't do anything. But like, even if you're that big, like it's still your skin. Mm-hmm. Like, doesn't that hurt if somebody just like wails on your body, even if you had like a lot of fat or muscle, like, I mean, it's skin. But he's also <laughs> tough, you know? He's... Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. So no, doesn't hurt him a bit. He didn't even flinch. He's Oxnard, Oxnard, you know? Yeah. But not tough enough for Popeye. No. And well, I mean, we must say that, so Caster gets beat, the ref calls the fight, and then Oxblood, Oxheart kicks him like, like out of the stadium. <laughs> yeah. Murders him with his yeah. foot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, I feel like um, Castor Oil is told that the first man who's dead loses. <laughs> no, it, it's a it's a fight. They to want the people death. to it's die. A fight to right. the death. It's a fight to the death, which is kind of crazy for fifteen dollars. <laughs> yeah, fifteen dollars. You either have fifteen dollars or you die. It was like fifteen dollars and like forty five days without taxes. Taxes is such a big part of this town. They are obsessed with it. Yeah, like it's their I mean, biggest So, do problem. you think this was like some sort of like Probably. Republican, like yeah, maybe don't tax me? <laughs> well, I think that happened. I'm sure it's based on the cartoon. I'm sure that the tax yeah. man is. I mean, did you get the whole tax shelter? Some of those tax taxes shelter? were very funny. You oh know? yeah, like the illegal. I mean, even in this, like the illegal fighting tax. It's like taxes it's illegal, for the happening. Eh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is that your Popeye? <laughs> It's illegal. Why is it happening? Oh, see, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I guess it no, is. No, see, I'm a newsy. Oh yeah. man, so if Popeye was a newsy, ah, oh, sweepy. <laughs> I don't know. I'll work Ex- on it. Extra, extra. So, uh, but Popeye wins, right? He winds up his yeah. arm. He does win. We we kind but of thought that might happen. There's a whole thing where this is the whole thing I was talking about. He's not willing to like knock him out in front of his mother, um, and so he like. Uh, Oxnard starts getting back in the fight and then he accidentally punches out his own mom and then Popeye has free reign to twist up his arm and just knock him the yeah, F out. Yeah, like twists his arm, right? Yeah. Ugh, I used to have a Michelangelo um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle that had that move. It's pretty cool. Did his arm twist and spin or did it just like go on a well i think it was because he had nunchuck nunchucks but then yeah. i lost the nunchuck so it became more of a popeye wind up yeah that yeah. reminds me of the ocean city boardwalk yeah it's like playing totally. some sweet ninja turtles oh yeah and uh so popeye goes to see olive oil and sweet pea now like is sweet pea the name uh, like i remember sweet pea from the cartoon mm-hmm. and, it, and now i always thought i'm being very you know gendered but i always thought sweet pea was a girl 
I think his name is actually, we're not actually, but it's Sweepy, I think, right? I think it's like actually even written without the T. It's like W S W E E apostrophe P. Correct. But they isn't call it him. short for sweet P? Yeah, I think it's just like sweet P. Oh, sweet P. Like, I think it's just like how they say it. Sure. But in the cartoon, yeah. if it was like the comics, like they wrote it like that. Um, I think I thought sweet P was a boy. You did. I did too, yeah. but it's so like generic. I know. Now baby. I'm like, I don't know. It doesn't matter. That's but true. is this the truth of the comic too, or the cartoon that like this is how they found him and this I is why know. they're together? I thought that Sweet Pea was their child. Totally. Just... It was such a mind blow because I was I like, remember. I know that they have to end up together and I know they're going to have Sweet Pea at some point. Yeah. So I was like, when is that going to happen? Because she's got to get pregnant. Like, <laughs> right. And then I was like, oh, it was whoa. a surrogate. It was an adoption. It was definitely forced egg, adoption. Chicken or the egg. Like, yeah. Yeah. I know. But then we get this little song between the two of them, the sail with me, stay with stay me. Stay with me, sail with me. Yeah. And I will say that the I love it. kid is very cute. It's a, he it's a is, cute ass. Oh, baby. very cute. cute. Yeah. And we should, I don't know if we've said on the podcast that he's Robert Altman's uh, grandson, mm-hmm. which I was thinking about directing your grandson's probably easier in that. Okay. Sense. So in the comic strip, Sweet Pea is a baby found on Popeye's doorstep actually delivered to him in a box in 1933 maybe that's and Popeye adopts and raises him as his son or as he puts it boy kid (laughs) I was thinking Popeye is is the adopted father of Sweepy this is such like if you had asked me like the best movies for Father's Day it never would have occurred to me to say 1980 Popeye but it is like about fathers it is about fathers yeah Yeah. I had no idea okay do you know that Sweepy has a much longer name for some reason, I feel no. that that sounds familiar. But okay, go ahead. the name is Schooner Sewell, Georgia Washington, Christopher spelled weird, Columbia Daniel Boom, also known as Sweepy. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> Pick a name. Yeah. All right. Uh, oh wow, he's left. Yeah. Um, Sweepy's speech consisted entirely of the sound glop. But after a few years, <laughs> after he was first introduced, Sweet Pea apparently aged enough to speak normally and could throw punches if he had to. However, was, he always remained out of a crawling baby. I yeah. was reading that, and I can't remember the name of the Jeep now, but Popeye's Jeep, like Eugene or whatever, is that what his name was? Yeah. Was a, I, well, um, had like, he was like, the Jeep itself was like telepathic and like had these like premonitions and stuff. But what is this sweet, word you're saying? Jeep, like J E E P. It was this weird animal. A jeep, yeah, to drive. No. What? So confused. Wait, I thought it was an animal. Well, I don't know. I thought I it's, just... an, it's it's an animal. Oh shit! Well, it's I like don't a know. cat. Okay. It's like a, so a telepathic cat. Um, that I was, was imagining a jeep. I was imagining. Was a from car. a no. It was a jungle cat that like teleported somewhere and was also so telepathic. I, this was yes. in the comic strip. Yeah. That or the cartoon. I don't know if they integrated into the cartoon. So yeah, obviously I, so. I just read this fact and read J-E-E-P <laughs> and I was like, all right, he had a Jeep. He was in the army. Sure. Makes sense. Um, so anyway, I guess it was he was cat. in the Navy, though. That's Come true. On. He was in the Navy. Oh, my gosh. Ugh. Yeah, that's Rookie why he mistake. was a sailor man sailor and not man. a Jeep man. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> Jeepman. Um, Jeepman. A Joel Jeepman. He will sweep. He whistles. And what else does he do? He, just, he has that whistle, but he says glop, wasn't I hear. 
<laughs> he what? He says glop. He says glop. But he wasn't telepathic. But I guess because they didn't want to put the Jeep, either the vehicle or the feline, into the oh, then okay, they, so like, they made him psychic slash yeah. telepathic. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's how we ended up with the brothel horse racing yeah. arcade. So yeah, Wimpy takes the baby and they let let him this the worst character in the world. I couldn't figure this out. And I was trying to remember. I mean, I just I know, know Wimpy is like, you know, Laurel and Harvey his way around town. I mean, yeah. Paul, du- I should say Paul Dooley really gets the physicality of Wimpy too. Mm-hmm. It's so Im- impressive. But, um, you know, I just imagine him as like this guy that kind of just doesn't clean, just is kind of there for a free, a free meal right. and loves hamburgers. But I don't remember him being like evil. No, I don't think he's evil. I think he's well, like a dopey uncle. But I, what is he doing with Sweepy? Like it seems like he's selling him. Well, well he, when he you learned get in that much debt, this is why. Yeah, you know, he learned that Sweepy could CIA, predict things, you know. and so he he stole him to go gamble. He was gonna bring him back. I guess. Yeah, that wasn't the evil part. I think it's more so, you know, selling Bluto the got him. Yeah, basically. But everybody's scared of Bluto. It's a it's a story of you know, like you know power and coercion. Wimpy. Yeah. Also, so can we talk about this whole betting on horses thing? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah really good. On like a very rigged. I'm not God, sure you need that a psychic kid. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I know. I know. Was that part of the joke? Like it looked, ju- it was just a carnival game. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely part of the joke. But yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. I know. That was a very weird uh, little place that that horse betting brothel. Um, and then we kind of get the preview of the I am what I am and Popeye the Sailor Man song. But I had such but not pardon the phrase like blue balls. I was just like, what? Like sing it, sing <laughs> the know. song that we all know. And I, I thought know. they weren't gonna do it. I was like, they can't just and then I was like, is that is this the actual song? Like, did we make up? I, was, I you know, know I, mean? I, was like, I went through all that too. Okay, thank you. But then um, at the end, you get to finish katie i hope that's you did. what i mean and then it was like <laughs> 40 more minutes of absolute anticipation yes <laughs> they knew what they're doing katie you had yeah. such katie smoking a cigarette at the end of this movie she's like oh yeah <laughs> it was like that. i am what i am i'm popeye the sailor man <laughs> toot, toot. Totally. um but no oh. he sings i yam yam what i yam uh, it says it, it it's interesting what they do is like it's almost like a little bit of the chorus but it's anyway it's just the it's like they didn't have the rights for it and they were yes that's what i thought play, like oh. the weird version of yeah, it yeah totally oh yeah so yeah but bluto okay so popeye gets the baby back but it, but the meanwhile like bluto is taking wimpy away because they're trying to come up with like a plan right to take the baby and Popeye gets kicked out of Olive Oil's house. Like, what happens? Why does he get kicked out? What? It's destroyed, right? Oh, right. It's destroyed, but he left know. because they had a fight. Or something. oh no, he 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 left because they were using the baby to gamble. Oh yeah. And so he took Olive or, or took Sweet Pea and set up shop in some little shack. Yeah, like a water to, with a, a water slide. Water slide. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, okay. And then, oh yeah, and then the tax man, of course, comes and he shoves the tax man. And this is where I get a little confused because the whole town rejoices. Yeah. And so apparently <laughs> the only, only thing needed to get rid of their whole tax system was a, an act of physical violence. Yeah. Um, 
which we should say he's just four feet from the boat and it's a sea town like this guy has to know how to swim like he's right he's just in the how water did this, like, how did this overthrow it like it's and then they i mean and then like they have confetti like yeah it's it, he's just gonna swim back to shore but they <laughs> and then it like looks to like a zoom out of like rudy it's just like it's a weird different filter on the camera it's yeah it's like Looks like it's snowing. Um, so much celebration. Also, so at times money. people are just like, "No, I'm not paying that tax," or like you just yeah. ignore him and he goes away. Right, there's no jail. I, mean, I guess see anybody Bluto, in tax jail. I guess Bluto is enforcing this. Maybe like, it's hard but... to know. The politics are tricky. Okay, and here's yeah. my like long term question, which I think we'll address. <clears throat> but is everybody working for Popeye's dad, or is he a prisoner? I He's the Commodore that I guess is like, it it seems like it's an elusive like Wizard of Oz thing of like your father Mm -hmm. is the Commodore. Like I feel like it's like Bluto's always maybe, this is all just conjecture. I don't know if they spelled this out, but I feel like we're meant to believe that everybody's aware of this Commodore, but no one's met him. Yeah. And maybe Bluto is just saying that he's doing things for the Commodore. Yeah. Um, Which I think was true, but I don't get why the Commodore would be, was in hiding. That that's what didn't make sense. Yeah, yeah, totally. It, yeah, I, I didn't. Again, I don't know if I don't know if this is just purely like from the comic they're supposed to get. Um, yeah, I also have a note that like with the tax man, that eighty nine percent for um, like an unlicensed baby tax is pretty generous. <laughs> like, Pape, you should just pay it. Like, you stole a baby and he's just going to charge you 89 cents. <laughs> like, but like, what's 89 cents in this like, I know, it's like $80,000 world. We don't know. Oh, there was like a three dollar tax that I think Popeye paid right at the beginning. So oh, no. I don't know. Oh, that's and we also have to mention that time he was buying some carrots and he just said, I'm not going to pay you this. Here, <laughs> yeah, ta- take uh, a nickel and yeah grew off mm. also yeah spoiler popeye does not eat spinach in this movie i kept um, on having that note too of like when is the spinach coming and they tease it a little bit and yeah. of well, course we get to apparently this was more true to the comic strip than the cartoon because yeah he didn't like spinach in the comic strip but then it became this whole thing um mm. later on with big spinach getting involved and wanting to use him as a marketing force. Oh, interesting. It was weird that like, I don't know if they said like, you have to eat it raw. like it's true. And he was so grossed out. And it's like that canned spinach when it lands on his face. But it does look gross. But what was the alternative? I I do not like canned spinach or like cooked spinach. Unless it's cooked. Yeah, I grew up with a bunch of canned spinach. Like fresh spinach leaves. Yeah, sure. Love it, love it. I like. But I just had some cooked, some sauté. You don't like sautéed spinach? Not in certain things when it's done really well. But if I it's like, like fresh sautéed spinach, I know what you mean. Canned. If it, if it goes too far, or if someone like sautés it too much, yeah, and it's yeah. like becomes mush, then uh, what I about don't like, like mush. What about like pollock paneer or sag paneer? That's what I was gonna say because okay. that I like. I can get behind. But it's it. like it, drenched it, in creamy butter. Yeah. Ironically, like five I don't minutes like in, and then I'm like, bit. oh, it's spinach. And then I decided. One thing I, like I don't it, like that other people seem to like is grilled Caesar salad. I just want to put that into this. Oh, podcast. I do like that, but I get why you would. You do. It gets so soggy. That's. I just like same. grilled. I love charred taste on anything to a fault. Even soggy lettuce. I know what you mean. You got to eat it right away. It's good. You got to eat it right away. It's like they bring it to you and you got to be eating it before. Yeah, it's true. It's very true. Shovel it in. Just eat it. Grill it yourself. This yeah. podcast brought to you by salad. Yeah. I know by leafy greens. Um, <laughs> I guess we're kind of at the point where we we see the Commodore, right? Right. 
And then basically immediately Bluto kidnaps him, uh, kidnaps Sweet Pea, and just embraces the kidnapper life. Yeah, I know. Mm. And the Commodore was living in like a, a boat that had washed ashore that nobody ever went in. <laughs> I know it's a small town and Popeye has been looking for his father for like ever. It's, I but I guess like, cause he's new to town, right? Popeye? Right. He he's did ask for people for his town. dad several he's times. He's looking. So he's, what exactly is his compass in finding his father? <laughs> is he just sailing the seven seas? Ticking off every single yeah. town that's on a coastline in the it's world. It's hard though when you show what the picture of your father is to people. <laughs> oh my god, uh, I me it. papa, me pappy. <laughs> so good. I mean, it's I delightful, it. but it's it's a it's funny really gag sweet. that it's just a written. Um, yeah, so that Bluto's stolen everybody: olive oil, sweet pea, <laughs> right, Commodore, and then we get this like. Is Boat this after the, this lullaby, Sweet Pea's lullaby? Uh, it is. All, the, yeah, he needs me. Uh, yeah, yeah, he needs me. So I, I think there's a few like, songs we actually kind of. My to. favorite song. Yeah, actually. yeah. My cousin was saying that's the one that always gets them, like the Harry Nilsson version of it, which I imagine. Yeah. and it's like so sad too. It's like almost like a, if it wasn't such like a kind of goofy, wild movie, it would it would be almost more like Dumbo the scene because he's mm. like sending Aww. him this message in a bottle because he doesn't know where Sweet Pea is. Oh, I know, but the baby like can't read a message in a bottle. I know, I don't know what his plan was, and he just <laughs> didn't even throw it at all. He just like rolls it off. Well, he's <laughs> next to a huge water slide, so that's true. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Um, yeah, and so then there's like a boat chase between the boat that seems to have been docked the entire time, and then like a barge of some kind that this everybody really- gets on. This really reminded me of like Game of Thrones, like you're on Greyjoy, like when they, the like first dragon is killed, this whole something about like the boat chase and like the port of where they were. I'm like, I feel like it's filmed in the same place. <laughs> Dubrovnik. Oh, I guess they probably did film it there. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. And so, and then Popeye's father, well, is this, I guess this is where Popeye and his father meet, right? Or did we skip sure. past that? No. Yeah. No, that's where we're at. Yeah. We should also and, mention there's treasure at stake. Yeah, which I caught into late. I'm like, okay. That people seem treasure. to be very concerned about some treasure. Yeah, like the um, one boat's really going after treasure, and then Popeye's boat is going that has yeah, sweet. Bluto's going after treasure with sweet um, Because I think that's how he's kept Bluto in line all this time of just saying, like, I know about this treasure. And so I guess Bluto thinks he can use Sweepy to just give him the treasure. Right. right. And then is he going to give plan. this the baby back or is he just now a new dad too? I don't, I don't think he cares. thought about it. I don't either. Oh, okay. He's just thinking Pretty one about treasure. He's not not a caveman. <laughs> no, he's, yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, a big octopus lives yes. under the water where all of these people live and it likes reading, to eat people. It seems like it's probably the one that they got, they cut from Goonies or something where <laughs> like I was reading and I can't remember what took so much of the budget up front, but that like they spent a lot of the budget building on, an build, entire town. Yeah. Building the town that that's why they had like kind of no money for the octopus. That's <laughs> so why his, he is like felt like Chuck E. Cheese eyes <laughs> under the sea. And you're like, I get it. I thought he was fine. You know, yeah. of as far as my complaints go in this movie, it's not the octopus. It's not the octopus. <laughs> so what do you think? Um, I was, I was wondering about this because I guess it's like Goonies has a killer octopus. And then I don't know. It's just, 
Was this ever a real threat? 20,000 leagues sailors? under the yeah, sea. Yeah, 20,000 leagues. Sphere. Was that a squid? We have, we have to do that one. Sphere um, was the squids or jellyfish, yeah. I guess. But, but like. Which ones have is, beaks? Is it because it's close? I think squid. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe well, octopus. Is yeah. it because they're monster like? It's like an actual monster. But, but yeah, you see those sketches of like an octopus like overtaking. But then you watch like, like my octopus teacher. I know. But no, I also I'm not afraid think of octopuses that they're real. Giant octopuses, octopi are real. They are, but are they like violent? Like maybe drunk? if you're a clam. <sighs> That's what I mean. It's like I would think there'd be so much more th- different threats to sailors, but like yet all the old timey photos have these like giant octopus like taking over. Maybe it was just more of the myth of like not the myth, but like the the tales of these giant sea monsters. Yeah, they do look like aliens. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, olive oil's been put inside of like a horn. Is that what that is? I know like it's a, like a cannon it, falling up. Like, why does every so, old timey movie have this? It's, <laughs> it's like to get air. Thing. It's to get air down under underneath the decks. Below so decks. it's there so it would be on the deck. Yep. It's mm-hmm. like a vent, and it's so a big vent. Okay, so like they'll fall off the boat. Okay, you can also use it for communication, but yeah, it's it's a big vent. Got um, it. Okay. Or to I mean, stuff your kidnappy. Um, yeah, this this scene was so cartoonish. I mean, it's interesting. Like I was reading that um, to play Olive Oil and Popeye, they were thinking Dustin Hoffman and Lily Tomlin, which I would I thought would have been really interesting too. Like Lily Tomlin, I think would have brought like hmm. a totally different thing to it. Um, so and Shelley Duvall's performance, like I, I mean, I've so I've talked about it already, but it's almost like an uncanny valley. It's almost like, is this olive oil? <laughs> like it's yeah. almost too close to a cartoon, where you're like, my mind can't handle this. And yeah, I think that was a, this movie in general is they were going too much towards yeah. the comic strip, and right. it sort of lost a lot of what do you want to see in a movie <laughs> in, sort of um, thing. in any movie so it's, i mean yeah, it's, it's not like other disney movies because yeah. i mean after like the eight billionth time that she says oh, oh i'm just like oh, i get that Popeye, that's what she says oh. but yeah yeah <laughs> yeah um so the treasure chest this is, these are notes that i have the treasure chest ludo fights gets the treasure and fi- fights popeye Right. Well, for, first of all, we shoot a cannon at the boat that <laughs> has a baby on it, and also uh, the woman that Popeye loves. Yeah, um, ish or whoever. I mean, yeah. at this point, I had such questions about Popeye's father, who you know originally denies that he's Popeye's father, and then just goes for it. Like, there's no real like proof or resolution. He just, I guess, they fight enough that now they're father and son again. Yeah. And it's kind of endearing. It's actually, and I think they really do a good job mirroring each other. That actor, mm-hmm. they're just both like they're. Mm-hmm. They're definitely believable as like from the same seed for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he like takes over the controls and you're like, wait, is he trying to kill his grandson? Like, um, like I, but then he tries to play it off as like he missed, but you're like, what is his goal? This grandpa. Yeah. It, it's, it's confusing, but he gets the treasure chest back and it's just full of things about Popeye. I know it's Popeye yeah, stuff. It's cute. <laughs> yeah. So Why would you bury that? No one wants it. You can just you can keep, keep that it. with you. Um, it's I mean, his he might treasure. Not know that as a sailor, I know. I'm just like uh, there is some. I mean, it's so wild to put the plot and the movie just into the comic, and it's like, yeah, yeah. that's that would that would make sense as a square by square storyboard comic, you know? Yeah. If he sees a film, you're like, what? <laughs> yeah. 
But the octopus gets olive oil and drags her under the water, which I think is a fear that I have of being dragged under water by an octopus. And she like doesn't any get that it's an octopus. She thinks it's like a man flirting with her from underneath. <laughs> it's like, oh, don't get fresh now. Oh, well, oh, hi. Oh, oh. <laughs> olive oil, it's an octopus. <laughs> Just saw it. <laughs> but then Popeye gets the spinach alley-oop from his dad and that was Which, the key in a, another scene uh the dad throws it too hard and gives robin williams stitches oh um, in real life yeah hits him in the oh, face shit. which i know i've told the story before but i've i've thought it just to be a good idea to chunk a beer can next to yeah. someone and i wanted it to explode and to be really funny hit the guy in the face and yeah. just completely um Oof cut his his chin oh but he's no. a Bengals fan and they're gonna win the super bowl so oh, uh, good. okay all's forgiven it all it's finally <laughs> <laughs> so yeah never chunk a full thing of anything no. at someone's hair yeah okay i mean i told the story before i I, the, I was at a college party and the person behind that said beer me ducked in front of me and a full can of beer oh, hit my yeah. face. Jeez. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> but it hit me. It's interesting what you said, your friend, like it must've hit him on the edge because it, like the body of it hit my forehead and oh. bounced off. Oh, no, this so was it was like the, it was actually the, okay. The bottom of the can because yeah. it was like spinning and it hit him right on the chin. Yes. So it basically did a whole oh, like God. semicircle on his chin. Oh yeah. Mine, I lucked out like the way it hit. It was probably like the most buoyant, soft part hit my yeah. head, <laughs> my forehead. And he's large like Bluto. So it was a good thing Ooh, that God. he uh, good took it the well. Bangles are playing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're welcome, we did friend. Some, boy, we did some stupid things. Mm -hmm. So this is mm -hmm. after I think Popeye's father basically sings what I calculate to be a spoken word version of kids today from Bye Bye Birdie. <laughs> I, I had a note of like, is he singing a song? Well, and that actor, because he does sing something. And I think that actor probably, that he probably can't sing. It sounds like that guy can sing. Some I don't even know what you guys are cannot. talking about. He Ray just says, Walston. kids, why do you need kids? They tell you wrong and they do, like, it's it's rhyming, but he's not singing the song. But it's clearly the song structures. I don't know what happened. Yeah. The history teacher from Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yeah, I'd like, I, I really like him. <laughs> So uh, the octopus gets launched away from by Popeye. He he gets mm -hmm. strong and then he punches the octopus away, and then Bluto turns <laughs> yellow. <laughs> well, this it's, is after this. Do we talk about the spinach reveal? Miss anything? Well, yeah. Well, oh, well, well just dad... that Bluto. It's like the worst thing Bluto could do is like, oh, you don't like spinach, huh? Well, I'll eat this. You know, like great. And then, and then like, do you see the arm that comes out of the water? That is just the size yeah. of a boat, <laughs> which is also like, I was thinking back. It's There's like, I guess steroids in that spinach. I, it's so nuts. But I guess that would be the cartoon. You'd probably see a giant mm -hmm. Popeye arm coming up, you know? Um, and then, and then you wonder from here on out, it's like probably before a fight, like probably he'll suck it up and eat some spinach. Cause it sure helped. Yeah. It helped yeah. a lot. I mean, if he could beat up that giant guy before. You know, I mean, imagine, you know, what a little spinach will do. <laughs> spinach. <laughs> then Katie gets her her final satisfaction. Oh yes. Of the Popeye the Sailor Man full song. Yeah. And then did you guys ever sing it like 
I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. I live in a garbage can, right? Yeah. But he sings it twice. He's like, I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. I'm Popeye the Sailor Man, right? Or is it uh, something else? I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. I live in a garbage can. What's the next line? Well, it's you want, you the, want the real man. one? I'm Popeye the Sailor No, I want man. the one we I'm used strong to, to the finish because I eat my spinach. Right, well, that's, that's his. Right, but the, what's the fake version we used to sing when we were kids? I live in a garbage can. I'm sure something like homophobic. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> I can't remember. Right. I'm sure it changed to be oh, about whatever. Or like that weird song that we sang about watching people through a people. I don't remember Sometimes that one. Google really doesn't help because I <laughs> looked something up and it's like, I smell like something, something. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Thank you for making this the first result. Uh, I'm just, I think it's your searches. You've said you've come up with some weird things on your searches before. Yeah. Um, well, he sings the song and then there's like a tumbling mat in the ocean. Like I couldn't tell what was supposed to be happening. Cause you know, Robin Williams doubles doing flips and I'm like, is he supposed to be walking on water or is he supposed to be at like what seems like a whole blackfish style aquarium where it's like planks that are just like inches below the water? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's like a, a Google thing that says, I'm Popeye the Sailor, Sailor Man. I live in a garbage can. I eat all the junk and I smell like a skunk. Right. I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. Yeah, but so- I'm sure it got worse and worse as time well- went on. Yeah, because what I found was I'm also I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. I live in a garbage can. I eat all the worms and spits out the germs. I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. What about this but- one? Oh. <laughs> I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. I live in the garbage can. I love to go swimming with bare naked women. I'm yeah, Popeye I've heard the that. Sailor Man. I've definitely heard that one. Maybe that's but, the I one mean, that we sang. That's also like scandalous. this is the one I was remembering oh, as a kid. Let's hear it. I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. I live in a garbage can. I turn on the gas and I burn off my ass. I'm oh, the <laughs> that's the you one. You know, I, I remember the naked up. women one more for some reason, but <gasps> I guess I've heard that one. Oh my god! I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. I I lives in a jar of jam. The jam is so sticky it sticks to my dicky. <laughs> Got it. I, I that's what I mean. I'm, I'm sure they man. just got <laughs> well, know, I mean, it's not that the was most a, complicated. No, yeah, it's the whole limerick <laughs> thing, and they're usually dirty. Um, yeah, right. Yeah. Interesting. So, uh, uh, is that the end? <laughs> well, I'll I'll say it because I it won't be my hummer, but like the the scene of just Bluto continuing to swim out yeah. during the credits, loved it, uh, yeah. loved it, loved it, <laughs> yeah, totally. reminiscent of like, uh wet hot american summer where just yeah. kids continue to run yeah for throughout sure. scenes yeah noise noise and that's the movie bye-bye um any questions <laughs> you mm. said like david s pumpkins <laughs> any questions, questions? <laughs> yes so many god i don't know i don't have any questions yeah, i, 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 I kind of asked them like about the big shoes and things like that. I kind of had a few as we went through. I, I guess I had, it's not a question, but I'm looking at like this note of like, I, I was wondering, like they keep on saying fooey, fooey. Like I'm sure almost anything, like I don't think any of this was anachronistic is the term, right? Where I think almost all of the dialogue was from the cartoons, but like Popeye's father at some point says nuts to you. Like it's when, it's when Popeye's trying to like get him on his side. It's like, ah, nuts to you, fooey, fooey, fooey. It's just like interesting like nuts to you sounded like so modern and mm. then fooey sounded anyway. I don't know. I think I answered my own question. Yeah. Mm. I'm sure it's all like just 1930s. Yeah. Slang. 
um yeah i didn't have any questions from my side so okay how about hummers bombers and And dumbers um what do we want to start with i'm gonna start with dumbers Mm. what's dumb um i got a super quickie as a dad myself um there's a scene where sweet pea is like refusing to eat this food and uh, i think uh either Bluto or um, Poppy or whatever his name is, is like, you are the worst at eating food. And Sweet Pea is doing like the most minuscule amount of like swatting away the food. And I have a toddler that if they want to swat away food, it's going to land on the wall across Mm. the way. And it's just, (laughs) yeah, it's real babies know how to like truly swat away so that uh, grandson of robert altman needs to go back to ad- acting school <laughs> i think maybe it's a it's a mix between dumb or bummer but i just think that um it's dumb to <coughs> not try to find the parent of a baby that's yeah. left with you mm-hmm. and you know that little baby probably it's not it's like needs its parents still or you know that and like what happened to that woman and why did she pick those two as like the you know the people to drop her baby off with maybe yeah. just because she noticed they had the same basket although <coughs> so. olive oil knew instantly that that wasn't her basket that's true how i don't know but same yeah um i think i'm just gonna go and we talked about it i mean it's a little bit of a bummer dumber but the dumber the Bluto olive oil relationship. Yeah. Um, I just <laughs> yeah. never got like, even as the, even reading the comics or watching the cartoon, I'm like, what is up? And it's, it's so wild. The three of them, because like, it's almost like throughout the cartoons, Bluto and olive oil are perpetually just having broken up. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's just like, time does not move forward. Um, and I mean, we talked about the whole power and money thing, but I, it just like such, it seems so like, I don't know. I guess in a town where there's only one powerful person, that's what you're going to do. But it's a bummer and dumber that like olive oil, that like the same person that Popeye would like would just be willing to be with Bluto. Don't so, you think this know. is just like a trope? I mean, it's in so many things where there's like this big, tall, oafy guy and the like woman and then like somebody else comes in and sweeps her. Like even in the office, you know, like Pam, <laughs> Pam's with What's his face from the Jim. warehouse? Uh, oh, Roy. Yeah, Roy. That not, is, Roy's yeah. not mean, you know. No, he's but not like, it's, it's a pretty near perfect but, right? Popeye it's olive similar... oil Bluto situation. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, right? And I think it's like a just a trope. Yeah. You know? yeah I mean, I guess I think so. I guess also like assuming that olive oil has any agency is probably a tall order from the 1930s, right? So yeah, that's true. I think she's yeah constantly a woman in distress or yeah. Um, oh yeah. Totally. Main, wait, what's the phrase? Just uh, a woman in something distress. in distress. Yeah, damsel in distress. Damsel, thank you. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Okay, what about bummers? Kind of already bummed. I guess I'm kind of bummed out by that uh, gambling, gambling brothel. I think because <laughs> like clearly the people in this town don't have a lot of money. I'm not sure. I think I think it's clear that the industry is fish. And so if you're just constantly paying taxes, like what expendable income do you have (laughs) to bet on like a clearly rigged, like mechanical horse race and, or 
like a, a a hooker who like and like she's just trying to make money it just seems like a bad cycle and she's yeah. probably a relative there's not that many people there and they're it's allowing kids isolated. in there yeah right kids can go and, ba- and babies. babies you know yeah yeah so it's kind of a just a bummer of a situation i think all the way through uh mine's gonna be more general um and i should have jotted down a great example of this but like so many of these scenes were reminiscent of a bad improv scene (laughs) of just everyone's being very melodramatic there's all these pauses and people sort of just repeat what they're saying it's like oh oh oh, and i'm gonna do this uh and it's yeah it was so like over the top and it started out at like like an eight and it stayed at an eight sort of thing. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it just, it frustrated me a lot. And people talking over each other, like yeah. an improv, a bad yep. improv scene right. where you're not, you're not sure where you're supposed to look. Like when I was in unscripted in Baltimore and we did the improvised play, we practiced scenes that we called Altman scenes yeah. that were right. Like about this thing of you talking over each other, but they did, they resolved there was like some nuance to it with, with some of these scenes, I was just like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be paying attention mm-hmm. to. I'm yeah. so confused. So yeah, I get it. And that bothers me in improv scenes a lot. Yeah. Um, we're on bummers, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think my bummer is, um, <laughs> I had like two bummers written down that are the same thing, which is, uh, loud men laughing and talking loudly. <laughs> 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 um, where I noticed in the first, like it, it's when Popeye meets those like sailor thugs, um, as a kid, I am just, I, I think I just have really sensitive hearing and like that, like mm. group of men in a tin can, like restaurant, <laughs> just laughing, like laughing, like there's yeah. no one else around. And it's almost like, it just felt like personally, it felt like personally attacked. Like this I know is actually, I actually don't think they'd be laughing this loud if they were alone. I hate it. And it subsequently, I just hated these thugs. I enjoyed seeing Dennis Franz. Um, and some of the way they interacted was fun, but like just the whole, Oh, the thugs are the worst. And just the way that they're just like laughing hysterically, um, is so aggressive. Oh, I hate it. That, that scene did not, I did not like that scene either. So that was very, yeah. Hummers. I have a very specific Hummer. Yeah. Is, um, back to the place that I called the bummer, the, the brothel bedding area. Um, so Popeye's in there with Castor and Castor says like, if mom catches me in here, she'd kill me. And then in the same breath, he's like, there's mom. <laughs> like, just, yeah. yeah, totally. It's like, it was so funny. Cause he like, didn't think she'd be there. He like, just was like, oh, well she'll kill me. But it was like, there's mom. I don't know. That just made me laugh. I really enjoyed and that. Also followed up with a, the part where he's just like, well, I've been standing behind you the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that a lot. Uh, mine will also be a joke. Uh, it was the, the two part gag. Uh, we already mentioned it of, you know, Oh, I'm looking at a picture of me, Papa. And then it turns out it's just a, a cardboard written with like me, Papa. Yeah. And, <laughs> Pappy, whatever, yes. his, whatever his Pappy. name is, has the exact same thing for little his baby uh, of just like written on there, um, just not even a face, just the words. I know, I enjoy it, that, that. Gave me a chuckle. And, yeah, yeah, I love it. Um, yeah, there's a lot of like, j- like thrown away 
yeah they don't focus on all the jokes a lot like as much as no you have to like get in there and like be like oh the subtitles help yes um mine is like a specific um line of a song or actually it's a very specific rhyme but it's like it's to pay homage to the larger hummer of just like harry nelson in this Mm -hmm. movie and even though he didn't sing the songs i really enjoyed like hearing in my head how he would and like just yeah. the whimsical I really enjoyed the whimsy and the whimsical songs and I understand why he was selected to do this because he's repetitive too mm-hmm. like his songs use the same words front mm-hmm. and back and stuff but like without him singing it it's a little intense yeah um but it's the rhyme when he rhymes um ubiquitous with uh can't trick us with I was like that's pretty good uh, yeah, <laughs> that's pretty fine like and I will say I was texting my cousin because like I think Paul Dooley says it and I can it's like I know I feel like I know how Harry Nilsson probably said it and it fully mm. rhymed but the way Paul Dooley does it it's like not quite mm, anyway yeah I just liked it mm. that was a clever rhyme okay let's talk about our outfits our outfits Popeye's outfits <laughs> uh Katie <laughs> Yes. Um, I see you're wearing a hat um, mm-hmm. that has written on it, I'm a hat. And then you're wearing a shirt that then says, <laughs> this is the shirt. This is the shirt. <laughs> this is the shirt. Um, that's what you're wearing. <laughs> uh, yeah, that is exactly uh, but I mean, if, what I'm wearing. If they were Harry Nielsen branded yes outfits they would probably come off better yes exactly um i know what the designer was going for Mm -hmm. um bridget i'm loving your hat that says um no credit accepted Mm. comma especially you wimpy which (laughs) i like seeing in the movie and i like the hat i mean i think it's like a rad uh trucker hat yeah Um, and then also i like the t-shirt that just kind of is like a little like lesson for all of us which is like um not having like one eye equals hereditary pipes, not hereditary. <laughs> Just a good <laughs> wait. What does my shirt say? <laughs> you, it's a you picture. Know what your it's shirt a picture of a squinty. Know, like, it's a picture yeah. of like a squinty. Somebody squinting one yeah, eye. Sure, sure, sure. Equals hereditary. Equals and hereditary. Pipe, and then it's a picture of a corn cob pipe. Equal sign. Not hereditary. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, totally. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, Philip, I um am enjoying your headwear, which is basically just like it looks like an octopus just sort of piled on top, all the limbs mm-hmm. just stuck together and making a beautiful headpiece. It's really gorgeous. And then your sweatshirt, um, which is screen printed with a picture of the principal from kindergarten cop. Okay, um, sure. And Fremen from Dune. <laughs> speech bubble. AKA Linda Hunt. <laughs> Linda Hunt. <laughs> she's dressed like the principal from kindergarten. Oh, okay. oh now I see. It's important yeah. that that's yeah. part of it. And then in a speech bubble, it says, Remember, my dear, tonight is my night to be tall. Ooh. <laughs> that was a line from the movie. And I don't know if she said it, but she would. Yes. Yeah. She's short. Yes. And she's sassy. I love her. I think she's great. Yeah. I guess there was another actor that also starred in Dune from this film. Oh, really? I probably wouldn't uh, recognize them, perhaps. I know. 
Yeah, it was her and um I believe the somebody like Smith or something. Oh. Was it a Fremen? I don't know. Fremenvaria. I don't know what say? that word means. I mean, is that really is that the right word? Yeah, they're like the free people that make the still suits. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I meant. Yeah. Um, are we ready to talk about whether this movie is for real? I'm ready. Yeah. Let's do it. Because I'm gonna... not. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Okay. So, like, we've not watched any other movie quite like this, right? And so it's so hard to judge because I feel like it's like in a different little category all its own. And while it's, it it was difficult for me to watch in terms of like the sounds it made and everything, like, I do think that like to bring a cartoon into real life and make it so fantastically weird and strange, um, I'm going to say it's for real because I think it, it did do that. And, you know, I was, I am thinking specifically about that bar scene and that man who had the chair taken from him and then sat like he was in a chair the whole time, which doesn't seem like a lot, but it's quite, it's just like a little sight gag. And then the way that Mm -hmm. they, they maneuvered objects and sort of like had this like cacophony of sound and motion. And, and I think some people probably really enjoy that. And you're probably supposed to feel a little uncomfortable because it's weird. So I'll stick with, I think it's for real, but I wouldn't probably want to watch it a hundred times. Uh, right. and of course, like just with Robin Williams being Robin Williams, I, I have to always give like a little credit just to that alone. So I'll stick with for real. Bill, you, you want to go, go or do you want me to go? It? You can go for it. Okay. Um, I get that perspective. Um, and I, you know, the whole taking something from the comic strip and bring it to real life and I think they they had that vision and they put a lot of money towards it uh but I think the end result I hated it um (laughs) I like fell asleep basically twice during this movie um all the mumbling all the ADR just uh, Mm. it was too much for me um all the like and I get what Harry Nilsson was probably going for, but it just turned into these repetitive songs that it was just like, it, and then the catchphrases just re- repeated over and over again. It just was this nail driven into my skull. And yeah, I, I did not enjoy watching it. Um, yeah. But saying that, I, I get that it is transferring this thing and it's, it's not so much, I think it fails that as a movie, it might work as sort of this art form of taking mm-hmm. a very mm-hmm. one medium to a different medium, but as a movie, I think it fails and I, I can't recommend it. So mm-hmm. it's not for real for me. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting. I agree with a lot what you said, like the, as a, like that, the whole, like, what is like, is it for real? Right. But like, as a movie of like, like it's, yeah. it's a whole different art form. It's a different medium. That's an interesting way to look at it. Um, and Phil, I certainly like what you said about Harry Nilsson, like knowing what he was going for. Um, and then it just being distilled. I don't I can't remember how you put it during the podcast. It was very articulate of like, it's just lost in translation. Like, um, and I know we didn't do German German Corner, but I happen to know how German Corner felt about this movie because I got a text. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. <laughs> um, she did um, not finish this one. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, but that being said, um, I think this movie is so for real. I, <laughs> I, 
I'm not sure if I can say I liked this movie, but I loved it. <laughs> like I watched this movie. It's like, this is a cartoon that has come <laughs> to life. I mean, I'm probably just going to echo what like our art director said at the beginning, maybe a little bit, but like, I just could not believe like, it was like, and it's an interesting thing of like, I feel like almost we're saying the same thing though. Where it's like, it's un- this movie was uncanny Valley. I was like, this is a cartoon. Like, the, like Shelley Duvall is olive oil and Paul Dooley is like nearing wimpy. And frankly, like Robin Williams performance, I loved. And I feel like what also had me like totally into it was like, especially with the advice to her, to watch it with subtitles, like Robin Williams is like hilarious. Like I loved all his eye jokes. I'm like, oh, I, I, I could tell you, I, I, it's what, you know, it's like, that's what it is, but you know, I can't see that well. So who knows? Like, or like all of the, or it's like when he looks in the people, it's like, oh, I can't see anything. Like, oh, there we are. Like, I just loved it. And I thought like, I mean, the plot is nuts, but I think just, I just watched it. And then side by side, just re-put everything they were saying and doing into a comic strip. And it was just like, and I think just Harry Nilsson's soundtrack, I could kind of hear him singing it. And even when the ones that aren't so droll, like not the townspeople ones, but even the ones that the actors are singing that are whimsical, I really loved, um, and I don't know if it's something that I would like watch and rewatch, but I was thinking I would love to have it on at a bar in the background. Um, <laughs> I'd be like into it. So anyway, I say f- I-, I gave it for real. <laughs> Y'all are nuts. <laughs> I get it though. I don't when I was watching this, I was like, I wonder how Katie and Phil are going to think. And I was like, I said, I was like, they're either going to really love it or hate it. And so I was right. Split. Yeah. But I could also, I was just thinking about to bring it back to the Winter Olympics. I was thinking about this like subjective rating system. And I'm like, it's gotta, the judges have to train themselves to just have no mood, like not be affected at all by anything externally. Cause I'm like, I could totally see myself feeling differently about this movie if I had been in a different mood. Totally. Like, for I whatever reason, I was like, kind of yes. the fun of this is like always. Yeah. It, you know. our- rankings are always subjective but yeah yeah, yeah i mean uh i was so bored so <laughs> i get it everything was so mumble like i don't and i don't know if it's like have it from watching the cartoon a bunch but like even robin williams popeye wasn't yeah. popeye for me because uh, it was yeah. all mumbled and it's just mm. where he, he, he sort of shouts all the time in well you know what's interesting i think i'm actually more familiar with the comic yeah. Like, I think I read the comic more than I did the cartoon. Mm. So maybe I was just enthralled with like, this is the comic. I remember the watching life. the cartoon a lot as a kid. Cause I think it was like on the, it wasn't on the USA cartoon express, but it was, it came up while I was watching a lot yeah. of other. Cartoons. Yeah. I don't know where, where I was watching it, but I know I did. And it wasn't my favorite. Yeah. Like I said, I'm more of a Heathcliff kind of gal. <laughs> sure, yeah, sure, totally. sure, sure. yeah, I don't really like old school. And besides Goofy going off of that ski jump, which I could watch over and mm-hmm. over again, I don't really, I'm not into the whole old school cartoons, but I really like old school comic strips. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I don't I don't think I do. Um, mm, interesting. Yeah. All right, here's, it's not Nelson. I went with Nielsen. <laughs> Maybe it's because now this version is like a demo recording yeah (coughs) 
I think it has a kind of a different sound, right? It's like I think that's the ones that he released, uh, but I think there's some of him singing it, which that's not him. No, that's Shelley but, Duvall. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it does have a different sound. It feels like maybe that was also the picture of Harry Nielsen in this like thing that's like used for the Popeye demos is just like him with a big cigarette hanging out of his mouth. Yeah, I think it's just great. I'm like, yeah. I guess I was reading that. Um, I don't know if it was Alt or, or the producers didn't want Altman to pick Harry Nilsson because they said he would just be drunk the whole time. <laughs> and um, Robin Williams, I guess, went to bat for him. And then uh, he said, like, during the shooting, he don't was worry, just like, I'll give him lots of cocaine. Yeah. He said he was just like great to work. It was like not a problem at all. Like, it was really mm-hmm. a wonderful collaboration. That is something I'll say. Like, everybody, when I was reading about it, or at least like Shelley Duvall said that she had like a great time because I think she was coming off of The Shining. And she's like, this was oh, awesome. Sure. <laughs> I mean, you're in Malta. You're mm-hmm. on this like created set. Just I'm sure you're around. living on like a houseboat totally. somewhere. Uh, yeah. It's also important that I play a little bit of Nelson. <laughs> I don't think I know them. Nelson. Those are two sisters? Two brothers. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. <laughs> oh my god. They're they're huh. they look like Daryl Hannah. Um they look like Daryl Hannah and Splash. Oh, like. awesome. Two Daryl Hannahs. I love that song a lot. That's awesome. Which uh, on the song train, I think it's right when Popeye punches Bluto or or the octopus and he goes, Good night, Irene which oh, I don't yeah. know if it's a reference, but it's like one of my favorite mm. um, Tom Waits songs. Um, I like that song a lot too. Yeah. Um, which I know, I, I assume that it's, it is an old, that, that's that a is re- an old time It's an old time song. song. So yeah. He must it, be. He, he's doing a cover of something. Yeah. 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 Well, happy birthday. And happy birthday. Yes, happy birthday. Thank Sorry, you. Jeff. Jeff. <laughs> You're welcome, okay. Jeff. <laughs> I think he, I think he understood that this oh, would yeah. not be a slam dunk home run you know, that yeah. there was going to be some, some things to talk about, but, and we did, we did, we talked about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Popeye, the sailor man, and then another year will go by before he can make another movie. <laughs> he can Pluto <laughs> take over. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Till next time. See ya. Toodaloo.